Welcome to the Happy Homeschooler podcast, a digital support group for everyone interested in a learning lifestyle. I'm your host, Melody. I'm your co-host, Holly. Today, we're going to be talking about PE in the homeschool or physical education. But before we get into those ideas and resources, Holly, how have you been? Oh, I've been doing pretty well, enjoying the changing weather. Um, We had that period of really cold weather here in Texas and snow and It's really nice to get outside and enjoy the sun and see the dandelions poking their heads up through the soil and planning for summer and planning for spring break. That's what I've been doing. What about you, Melody? Oh, well, that um, I'd like to know what you're going to do for spring break. But I might have mentioned a podcast or two ago that I was sick with something. And ever since then, I have felt a little more um, tired ever since. And so I've been learning to pay attention to that. But at the same time, I signed up for a class and I've had to start doing my homework. And the book for this class has got really small print. And even though the the physical book is not large, if the print were normal size, it would be a big old thick thing. And so I've got all this homework on top of the things I'm already doing. And I think (laughs) I better I'm just going to have to do some really good time management to um, to keep up because I'm supposed to take notes and have this uh, information to present to my classmates and so like I'm really excited about the class because I love learning new things but that is a little intimidating I didn't know we were going to do that when I signed up (laughs) (laughs) isn't that funny how you um you think this will be great and then when you wade into it you're thinking um I might want to might want to have reconsidered this idea I'm also um I've been partaking in a training for an organization I'm thinking of joining and I have homework and um and monthly meetings and man it's a struggle to fit everything in but it's also hard to pass up on really good things so like you trying to figure out my time management and then you said you were wondering what we're going to do for spring break well we're going to have a staycation this year Um, And the first thing we're going to do is go play mini golf with some friends. So I'm really looking forward to that. I didn't know there was a mini golf um, so close to us. And so that was a fun surprise. And uh, Liam and I are trying to decide what are some of the other activities we want to put into our spring break. So I know that you teach a class for homeschoolers and you all will have spring break. Do you have any plans for yourself while you're not having to teach a class? Oh, actually, yes, I'm going to visit some family members that we haven't seen in a while. And then I have some uh, projects to do getting ready for the the last quarter of the school year. I want to get as much of my lesson planning done that week as I can so that the rest of the school year will be easier. So a lot to do. Of course, I added that homework on top of all that. So now I'm not sure that's all going to happen. But we also want to get out there and see what we can do about starting a garden. We'd really like to... um, get our it's a little bit late for some things here in texas for spring Mm -hmm. but um we want to get some tomatoes out if it warms up again we're just watching like it's not our last frost date yet so no and if this year has taught us anything (laughs) it's that uh we really better calm down about the spring planting (laughs) i know some people who had started working on their spring gardens right before all that snow came and i thought oh how mm-hmm. discouraging. So I'm going to wait till the frost date before I plant anything, if I do plant anything this year. Same here. And we're going to watch the, is it the mesquite trees and the... Oh, yeah. 
Yes, in Texas, folks, when the mesquite trees bud out, we know it's okay to plant. And if they haven't budded out and you plant something, you only have yourself to blame. That's true. Or you can protect everything. Well, true. uh, (laughs) Not everything we protected made it through the snow. That was pretty extraordinary weather. (laughs) It certainly was. So we're getting outside again and picking up branches and just cleaning up the aftermath of the snow. Usually when we think about PE, we think about being outside. And um, that's not the only way you can do PE, but I, uh, I know that for our family, most of the time when I was sending the kiddos outside, that was my purpose, to get out there, get active, move around. We were in the country so they could be climbing trees and running around and jumping and all that kind of thing. Um, but you can do PE in a lot of different ways for homeschooling. Some people choose a more structured, more organized, more formal plan. And then some of us are just a little more casual. Uh, what did y'all do for PE? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we didn't do anything really formal. Um, we went to the park a lot. We did park days and the kids rode their bikes um, they had scooters. Um, they would go out in the yard and throw baseball. My um, my sons and my youngest daughter, they liked to do disc golf with their dad, which was a good, good activity. There's a lot of hiking around in some terrain at different parks. Um, but they weren't in any sports teams. And now that they're older, some of them have said, that um, even though when they were kids, they didn't want to be in a sports team, they think it would have been really helpful. Uh, So I'm considering that for my youngest son. um, That, you know, and he does a running uh, series. He does a thing called the Healthy Kids Running Series in the spring and the fall. And uh, they separate the kids by age groups and they have to run so much distance per age group. He's in the group that has to run a half mile. And that was a struggle for him in the fall when it was the first time he'd run that distance. So it's a it's a nice little series because it's only five weeks and it's very affordable. They get a shirt and they they have awards at the end of the season. And um, last at the end of last season, he was given an award for being a good sport, which was really fun. And so he enjoys this activity and it's very affordable. And it's it's got a finite amount of time, um, unlike some sports teams where you have to go practice so many days a week and then you have a, a weekly game. And I feel, I feel kind of worried about trying to add that commitment in. So I'm not really ready for that, but I think we might try them in soccer in the fall. My granddaughters are in soccer this semester and they were last semester and it's like, they're very young, you know, so we're talking about seven and under, but that has been really fun because the, there were like a couple of practices a week and it was doable. Um, mm-hmm. But I like the idea of things that are short term because there are so many things to we want to get done. And of course, we academics are really important and that usually takes precedence. But I feel like this whole the physical part of education is important, too, because we develop some good habits for life by making sure that we get up and get active and and learn to do some things. And then it also provides a little bit of a social outlet in a safe environment because we're outside. But um, did you find that running uh, activity for Liam through your homeschool community or is that just community wide? It's so it's a nationwide program. It's called the Healthy Kids Race Series, and they have Facebook groups for uh, communities 
So for example, where we are, there's a Facebook group um, and it, it combines two communities. It combines the Buda and Kyle communities into one uh, running group. So you can look on Facebook for the Healthy Kids Running Series. I don't really remember how I found out about it. I might have been looking for, um, uh, what is it, track. I might have been looking for track for kids, and that probably popped up because Liam likes to run. An interesting thing that we discovered through this series is that even though he's a really physically active kid and he's very, very strong, he's got he's got abs and he's eight. Um, <laughs> he's really strong. He can like do chin-ups on his swing set bars and all kinds of stuff, but he didn't really have stamina. And, and when I was doing some research for um, this episode, I was remembering when I was a kid and we did the President's Council on Physical Fitness. So I went to look for that. It's now called, there's now uh, two fitness programs. There's the President's Youth Fitness Program, and then there's the Presidential Youth Fitness Award. The Youth Fitness Program is for kinder through third grade, and the Youth Fitness Award is for fourth through 12th grade. But they focus on three levels of activity, which I think sometimes when we just let our kids go run and play, we are not covering those bases. And for fitness and for the well-being, you have to cover um, moderate or vigorous aerobic activity at least three days a week and bone and muscle strengthening at least three days a week. And so uh, he didn't have that uh, aerobic activity that gave him the stamina we discovered through the race series. So he's very strong. I think his bones and muscles are doing great. But um, for a vigorous aerobic activity, that's where we found that he was lacking. So it's important to cover all the bases. Well, that's really good. You know, I can testify to that when I started doing a different type of workout here at home. I found that I did not have muscle strength in some areas that I thought I did. I and mean, it was a workout that looked pretty easy until you started doing it. And then you discovered muscles you'd forgotten about. So it's the same thing with our children. Unless we're doing things that um, are a little outside the norm, the normal activity, we're not using all of our muscle groups. Um, right. I, I have friends who have uh, participated in Saints PE, which is a local, like a homeschool athletic association locally. Mm-hmm. And they do have some planned activities and practices for softball and soccer. And they kind of rotate like you would do in a typical like if you'd um, been in a, a public right. school physical education program. Yeah. And touch on volleyball. And sometimes my kids were in some team sports. They played volleyball. They enrolled in a volleyball class and played volleyball for a while. And um, just some different activities. But it always did come back to some of the things that I hadn't really thought of, like you mentioned, um, strength and stamina on top of just good, strong muscles and bones. Right. Because we think that, oh, you know, kids are, are active. They're they they have physical fitness but you know they're also supposed to have at least 60 minutes of physical activity a day and i bet you a lot of times we don't meet the 60 minutes because of things i'm doing in the spring and the fall and in the summer um, last year we were doing really well because i would take liam to the park and we would walk the trail or we'd walk and run or he'd ride his bike, and then when we came back from that, he'd play on the playground, and I would continue walking. I'd walk around the playground. Over the winter, because we had construction, it was uh, it, really hard to get to our park. It was like a 30-minute drive 
because of the way we had to go for construction. We just kind of dropped off on that. And I noticed that um, both he and I were just not getting outside and getting that activity. And um, he climbs on his playset, but we weren't getting the aerobic activity. So it's really important to write that in as a necessary component of your school day for your kids. And if they're doing something, I know that what I like to do is he's busy playing on his play set or whatever, and I'll do a chore or run in my office and do some work. But really, for us to be able to be able to care for our children and have the strength and energy to do the job, we should participate with them. And then they'll want to do it more anyway. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And take walks with them. And um, my kids were in some youth groups, like church groups and so forth, and they would get out and go do things like bowling or swimming or play outdoor games. And you mentioned Frisbee golf earlier and uh, just bike rides and things like that to get out and be active, get your heart pumping so that they would, you know, come in. Even like all these activities that we've been talking about are kind of geared toward elementary. But even when my kiddos got older, they became quite involved with paintball, which was a ton of fun for them, but did not look like fun to me at all because <laughs> they came home with bruises. But it was a real workout, and um, they spent a lot of time. Uh, some friends had land. So they would set up the course, and that was mm -hmm. another kind of physical work, you know, building bunkers and all this stuff. And then when they would play the actual game, it was hours and hours of running and running and ducking and hot. Anyway, so there are, like, other kinds of physical activity that you can count for physical education. And for us, paintball was one of those. We, um, For one of my children, we had a lot of outside activities they did. Some of them, we just logged our PE time and any of the activities that they did that, that would get their heart rate up or that were strength training or or if they did a fitness video or something on the Wii, we counted all those things as PE. And then we had outside classes, we'd count them too. But we just wanted to make sure that we were doing enough physical activities so that we weren't just always you know, that stereotypical thing that, oh, you must be in the house all the time with your books. It's like nothing could be further from the truth. We were out there being really active. But I did try to make sure that some of it was purposeful activity. Yes. Um, and I'm glad you brought up the we um, because there are so many physical training things that you can do with um, your consoles. We have um, we have an Xbox 360 and a Kinect that goes with it. So it's an old Xbox, but it still works great. And with the Kinect, there are all kinds of physical games that you can play. So obviously, the Xbox 360 is old technology. But my um, my old uh, older son that lives with us, he has um, a VR headset. He's got the Oculus, which we've all been playing. And we've been doing Beat Saber. And boy, I played that the other night and I got like 4,000 steps. So there are all kinds of different platforms that you can use and get some physical fitness in. There are tons of exercise options on YouTube. My son loves uh, Mr. Joe, the body coach. 
He's got a YouTube channel called The Body Coach, and he does a whole PE thing. That's the other thing I was going to mention. So it was really funny. Uh, this is one other reason why we figured out that my son didn't have much stamina. So whenever last year, when the lockdowns first started, um, people were sharing all these resources for physical fitness at home and the body coach was recommended. So I said, hey, let's do this workout. And he could not finish it. And I did the whole thing. So I thought to myself, oh, you know what? We need to work on this child's stamina. And so um, the body coach is awesome. And it's a full PE program and it's on every day. And then on Amazon Prime, if you have Amazon Prime this morning, I just did yoga with my favorite yoga teacher, Wailana. But there, there are programs for kids too. So if you're already paying for uh, Netflix or Amazon or whatever, you've got these things at your oh, fingertips. Might as well incorporate them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you can a... switch them up. You know, if the kids get bored, then, you know, go find another uh, PE teacher. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We have options. <laughs> and, and of course, it is good to get them out and, and get them working with a group, too. Because learning to work as a team is very important. So it's not either or. Sometimes maybe it's both and. Mm-hmm. What other recommended resources did you use um, for family fitness when you were raising your kids, Melody? Well, for a little while we had um, a book, Homeschool Family Fitness by Dr. Bruce Whitney. And it was a really organized kind of approach. And so we pulled some of those activities out of the book just to do them for, you know, things we might not have thought to do, balance beam activities, since we, once upon a time, we live in the city, and they would do balancing, you know, down the curb, because nobody Mm -hmm. ever drove down our street, but out in the boonies, there wasn't one, so then they were setting up things to do like that. They were always challenging each other for, you know, can you do this, and see if you can do this, and sometimes that was scary for mom. But most of the time, it was just those physical balance challenges. And that's another thing. Can you just little things like can you walk up and down the stairs with your eyes open, with your eyes closed? Sometimes as smaller uh, children, they're still developing those skills. And then they would be climbing trees and who could climb the highest. And then you had all those lessons about before you stand on that limb, make sure it can hold your weight. But um, Good we, did, <laughs> we did some things out of that book. Um, some of my kids were in scouts, and so they had a lot of things with scouts because they did camping and they did hikes and they did, you know, orienteering, which was learning how to uh, follow the compass and follow a map. But that was a lot mm-hmm. of outside activities, and they had a, you know, back, backpack in your water and all those kind of things. And then I'm trying to think what else we did. We had some local, just our small community groups where we worked on, oh, Keepers of the Faith and had some badges that they worked on for physical health, physical fitness and health. There was things combined that we did. So it was it was really a smorgasbord of things that we pulled together. Um, the only time we really did anything formal was when they were in a class of some mm-hmm. sort. Mm-hmm. But um, I really like the idea of, like, maybe I need to check out the body coach on YouTube. He's, and he's really fun. Yeah, his show is geared more toward kids, but I really found it fun to do. And um, it does have a variety of activities for all your muscle groups. And you do it for so long, so it helps stamina. It's, it's, a, really, it's a really great program, and he's really, really engaging, Mr. Joe. Mm-hmm. 
I know um, that the years we, whenever we were in co-op, and even the co-op that my grandchildren are involved in now, every semester there is some kind of a PE class. And so that's another way that parents could pull in some PE, like those other teachers and parents might think of things that we don't think of. And so that'll be another way that we can make sure our kids are moving. It's very important because we want our kids to be able to grow up to um, be comfortable trying different movements and things. And it's harder when you get older if you haven't been exposed to it. That's why I think the PE programs that um, I in, enjoyed in public school and maybe let's be truthful in high school, I didn't always enjoy them. But um, they taught us a variety of skills and they taught us how to play different team sports. And even though I'm not playing softball, um, I can follow the game. I understand it. And I think those things are um, very important for social interactions. So uh, there's a lot of value to uh, pursuing many different options of physical fitness and maybe joining a team here and there. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because you're right. It's being introduced to the different kinds of uh, games and skills that we're out there. We might not think of if we're if we are a not a football family. We might not think about teaching our kids all the rules for that. Maybe we're a softball family or or whatever. But I I've always enjoyed watching the like my nephews and nieces and nephews that were really active in different sports. They all had their like their favorite niche. But they cycled through a lot of different things. And so they got to know and be familiar with the games that most people play. Yeah, I think it's a I just think it's a good it helps you to be more well-rounded and helps you to um, be able to be more sociable. We're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsor. And when we get back, we'll talk some more about why physical education is important for parents, too. Our podcast is brought to you today by Transcript Maker, which is an online service that allows you to create your own professional high school transcripts in your own home. Uh, I found that Transcript Maker is so handy for all kinds. It's very adaptable. So for anyone who might be wondering about how to put in a PE credit or PE grade, um, how did you do that with your with your transcript? Yeah, so when you enter a course, you have a lot of options. You put in the course name and the subject, and then you award the credit. So if it's a uh, one semester course, then you would give it a half credit. A full uh, full year course would get one credit. And you can type in stuff like uh, RPE credit for my oldest son was fitness walking because he had a dog and he had to walk every day and um, disc golf. So you can just put those in there. It's really easy to customize for each um, school's needs. I love that. I know that when we did transcript, one of my daughters had horseback riding as part of hers because that's uh, that was something we included in our PE. I know that our listeners can give it a test drive. Yep, just go to www.transcriptmaker.com and sign up for your 14-day free trial. And we also have a coupon code. We do. If you were ready to pull the trigger and sign up for a subscription, Enter the code HAPPY, H-A-P-P-Y, in all caps, to get 20% off. You'll never have to try to wrestle with an Excel spreadsheet again. Transcript Maker, simply better transcripts. Welcome back to the podcast. We spent the first half talking about your, our children and kids' fitness, and now we want to turn our attention to something we often neglect, and that is adult fitness. 
Okay, um, my hand is raising right now. Uh, what would you like to say? <laughs> <laughs> my, I have been neglecting my adult fitness. Uh, yeah, I was, I've been having like some aches and pains and um, just, you know, not feeling as peppy and energetic. And it's because I haven't been prioritizing getting out and taking a walk or doing uh, strengthening exercises and, you know, and I'm feeling it in my body and I want to feel strong and I want to feel vigorous. Well, you know, that surprises me because you really were the one that got me back into doing some workouts a few years ago when um, I have an old back injury and it reared its head and rebelled. And I found that I was not strong and not able to move as freely as I needed to. I still had young children at home and I needed to be able to keep up with them. And I started doing consistently doing workouts with someone you recommended to me. And that was Miranda Esmond White and Classical Stretch. Yes. Um, I loved her show. And I used to do it every day, five days a week. And then we lost the ability to have open air uh, TV. I, I changed um, something or an antenna broke. I don't remember what happened. And I gradually have not been doing her program. And I just haven't prioritized my own fitness as much as I've prioritized my son's. But I'm 57 with an eight and a half year old. And I want to be able to get to uh, the finish line and go even well past that. So I gave myself a stern talking to last night about how if I want to be strong and I want to be healthy, then I have to do the things that I need to do to do that. And so this morning I did a yoga workout um, on Amazon Prime with Wailana Yoga, who who has seven seasons on Amazon Prime. If anybody likes yoga, it's a really good yoga series. Um, Miranda Esmond White's Eccentrics is a full body workout. And it it's great because it builds strength and flexibility. And so I had um, I had a rotator cuff injury that I rehabbed through doing her thing. Now, I'm not a doctor, but what I did worked for me. If you have a rotator cuff injury, talk to your doctor. But her exercises help people with all kinds of aches and pains in their shoulders and their hips and their knees and their feet. It's a full body workout. And you can see it on PBS a lot of times or you can subscribe to it. Um, they have... Um, but is it a streaming service? But it's important as adults that we keep our bodies strong and flexible and that we have stamina um, because it's going to be hard. It's hard to pick up groceries out of the back of your car if your core isn't strong. Mm -hmm. Right. Or Exactly. There's so many things we do every day without thinking. And we want to be able to um, not be sidelined by some kind of an injury. I mean, if you're not in good shape, sometimes you hurt yourself when you're just doing a normal activity. And that kind of happened to me last year when I was gardening and I was using this shovel and, and I moved it in some kind of weird lateral motion and ended up with, you know, something wrong in my shoulder. And that's kind of when I had to start getting back into watching fitness programs on PBS is where I'm watching them right now because I didn't think mm -hmm. to look on Netflix or Amazon Prime and uh, just consistency is the key with that like I'm working on in the beginning I wouldn't even do the whole workout just do a little bit and then of course maybe it was time to do school and then I just tried to make sure I was doing it two or three times and in the beginning you were like my accountability buddy and so that's <laughs> another way to where if you know that someone's going to say hey 
did you do your workout today? It might make you more inclined to do it. That can really help. Team up with a friend who's also wanting to to keep up with their kids, keep up with you, somebody that you can keep checking in with. Um, yeah, that's really important. And even your kids. Um, you know, I like to be physically active with my son. And we were going to the park, like I said, in the spring and summer and fall. And he, we would go on the trail and I would run and walk. And he's faster than I am. So I didn't want him to get too far ahead of me. So I had to keep pushing myself. Um, I want to keep up with him and I want to be able to do activities with him that he enjoys. So um, an example of that is in the summer, we went on a vacation to Galveston, uh, my husband and my son and myself and our little dog. And um, my husband has um, some physical issues. He had a broken ankle and he doesn't do very much. So he's not he's not able to like walk long distances or things like that. Um, but I really wanted to go and do more. And so did Liam. And so I told my husband, you know, well, I guess if you're not going to be able to do these things or you don't feel like doing them, he doesn't like to exercise just for the sake of exercise. Um, that next vacation, you're going to be sitting in the in the condo with the dog and Liam and I are going to go, you know, rent a Surrey bike and ride it or go take a hike down the beach or something like that. So I want to keep up with him and I want to be involved with him. And I think that that is an important aspect of fitness is to be able to be involved in your kids' lives and keep up with what they're doing. Oh, it's really important. And then there are a lot of benefits too. What I found is that the more consistent I became with doing some kind of, you know, specific workout, so I had much more energy. Oh, and, definitely. And much more stamina and then strength. So all of those things are really important when you've got uh, younger children, especially to keep up with, but you don't want to leave your teens out either. So you can do things with them. When they get older, I had um, one of my sons would come in and he would watch a classical stretch. It's like, I thought that it looked like it was pretty easy until he tried to do it. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, okay, like strengthening exercise and like lengthening and uh, discover that it was harder than it looked, but it was, they're short and quick and I could get that done in the morning. And then I had a lot more energy for the day, for the entire day. And I slept better. Right. There, <laughs> there are so important. many benefits to regular exercise. You often find that your blood pressure and your blood sugar will improve with just a small investment in some kind of physical activity every day. Now, um, I said earlier in the podcast for kids, the recommended amount of moderate or um, more intense, uh, vigorous aerobic activity is 60 minutes a day. For adults, it's at least 30. So I think that we can well, that's probably... that's not even that long. It's not even that much. So I think we could probably all find 30 minutes a day to do something for ourselves. Um, and it's an investment in your future. I read a, a really interesting article recently, and I don't have the, um, the citation for it, but there was a study done of um, a group of people who they had them all do physical activity. And then they checked in with them at a later date. I think it was about five years later. And some people were still physically active and some weren't. But overall, everyone had better um, numbers, like better blood pressure and things like that from having done the physical activity those years before. So um, I, I'm kind of 
you know, frustrated with myself that I didn't make my physical activity a priority maybe over the last three months. But I'm encouraged to know that I probably haven't lost some of the gains I made. And I can regain that strength and that stamina pretty quickly. That's the amazing thing, too, is your body responds so fast. Oh, that is. And it's good to know that there are long-term benefits. And then just, I don't want to forget to mention, there are other things you can do just to incorporate if you don't have a chunk of time, if you do things like taking the stairs instead of mm-hmm. an elevator, or I used to park further away from the store and then walk the length of the parking lot at a brisk, you know, pretty brisk pace. Because sometimes there just were seasons of life when I didn't have a way or just didn't actually think of it to do some kind of a workout. Uh-huh. Or my kids were doing one I didn't want to do what they were doing because it was too strenuous. Some of my daughters were doing... um Oh, I can't think of the name of it. PX90 or. Oh, P90X. I have yeah. that. And I'm, I'm actually trying to do that pretty soon. And so, yeah. but I was doing some of those other things like a brisk walk is good. Anything that would, you know, you're breathing a little faster, your heart's beating mm-hmm. a little faster walking. Um, I know that um, we used to, maybe you're the person I know that would like march while they're washing the dishes or oh, there's yeah. lots of different things that you can do throughout the day. And even if you think about bending and stretching when you're uh, mm-hmm. taking things in and out of the laundry and doing squats and things like yep. that. So over the years, I've incorporated some little things like that just as ways to um, not neglect some kind of movement and some kind of motion in the day. Right. So um, I, I laughed when you mentioned walking in place. I, I have a fitness watch. It's not a fancy one, not an expensive one at all. And it, it will tell me every so often if I'm not moving to move my body. Um, and I like to see the steps go up. So a couple of days ago, my son and I had some errands to run. Um, my older son and we went into the grocery store and I um, was standing there in a line. I thought, this is silly. I'm just going to walk in place while I'm standing there. Like, <laughs> I don't even care what people think about me. And then I got out to the car. Well, he had the car keys and he was delayed in the store. So I was waiting at the car and I just stood there and walked in place. I got like 1,500 steps just wow. <laughs> while I was wasting time. You know, if you're if you like to look at Facebook, why don't you stand up while you're looking at Facebook and just walk in place in your house? Um, Because it's real easy to lose like 15 or 20 minutes on Facebook. You might as well be standing and walking while you do it. Um, I like to do squats when I pick things up. I like to, when I take the dog out, I'll do walking lunges. And Mm -hmm. again, I'm sure my neighbors driving by think I'm very amusing, but I'm doing these things for myself because I really want to be, I want to be a fit old lady. Uh, I want to be the one, you know, that everybody's like, look at that little lady going you know so that's my goal and I and I know if I want to be fit I have to do things to be fit you know I can't just wish wish for it it's not going to happen that way so I I'm hoping next uh next podcast to be able to give some reports about how how I'm doing you'll have to hold me accountable I'll have to ask you well (laughs) yes it's helpful to have your unaccountability buddy it really is Mm -hmm. you know just sometimes we just need to be reminded that taking care of our health is good stewardship and it can also include you know choosing better things to eat or drinking more water and all of those things just oh, sometimes more water is definitely um so important because a lot of times we don't realize that why we're feeling so bad is we just need more water 
Most people mm-hmm. walk around dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And um, so just some things to do just to make sure that we, we can include a health element in that whole physical education, just as we all are good stewards. Exactly. And we can't be asking our kids to do things that we're not doing. It's do as I say doesn't, you know, my mom used to say, don't do as I do, do as I say. That never really held water for me. <laughs> I like to try to provide my kids with a good example. Like, I believe this is important and you can tell because I'm doing it mm-hmm. versus do it together. you go do it and I'll sit in here and eat m ms That's not really what I want to tell my kids. So right. I, I really am looking forward to hearing from everyone about what their kids do for physical fitness and what they're doing for physical fitness. Please let us know. Oh, yeah, it would be great to have other um, resources and links to things that you found that work for your family. At this time in our podcast, we usually answer a big question. Holly, do you have one for us? We don't have a big question today. I think everybody must be on spring break. I bet they are. I bet they are. Uh, But if you have homeschooling questions or comments, you can send them to us. Yes, you can email us at happyhomeschoolpod at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at underscore homeschool pod or hit us up on facebook at facebook.com slash happy homeschool pod search for us on instagram instagram.com slash happy homeschool pod or you can find the happy homeschooler podcast on youtube thank you for joining us today i'm melody i'm holly happy Happy homeschooling. homeschooling Hi, this is your host, Melody Gillum. Thank you for listening to the Happy Homeschooler podcast, a transcript maker production. My co-host is Holly Williams-Urbach. This episode was produced by Matthew Bass and edited by Nora Williams. Our graphic design is by Pete Soloway, and our music is by The Great Pangolin. You can find her music on YouTube and Twitter at Kylie Wins. That's K-A-I-L-E-Y Wins. If you'd like to help our podcast grow, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or, as always, tell people about us. What about you? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I think I already talked about me.